and welcome back to Unclassical for what is hopefully the final instalment of The Turn, the turn. of the Screw. <laughs> like he panics on the title, The Turn of the Screw. I did. I've got it next to me to read. There you go. I am Marsha. And I'm Katie. I, I nearly came in then with like, I am Marsha and I am Katie. Now that is going to be confusing. <laughs> I didn't get much sleep last night. But anyway, yes. Wow. Last episode. Me. And Katie yeah, has COVID. You, I do have COVID. Yeah. After you, after I said Katie, you kind of paused as though you were expecting me to go on, and I was like, I realise I'm the one telling this story, but I got nothing, man. What you looking at me? What for? you looking? You vamp, vamp, vamp. <laughs> I mean, there's no excuse to go black. I wrote these notes. They're in front of me, but literally for a second, I was like, I'm trying know. to think on what note we left it last time. Oh, Mrs. Jessel being in the um, classroom and um, Danny coming in being like, um, this is my classroom. It's like, it was my classroom first. <laughs> it's my classroom first. Fuck off, bitch. But in actuality, what actually just happens is she sees Mrs. Jessel and screams, you horrible, miserable woman. And Mrs. Jessel just kind of stands there like, it's uncalled for. Like, you don't even fucking know me. Like, I wouldn't mind, but she doesn't. She never even knew me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I wouldn't mind, but she walked into my classroom. (laughs) She walked into my classroom. Yeah, and then Miss Jessel vanishes, and Danny's like, "I'm I'm not going to stick around to be spoken to like that." Poof, poof. Um. So yes, um, completely understandably, and not at all batshit. Danny panicked at the end of last week's episode. Um. Not because of Miss Jessel before that. I completely accept her panicking at Miss Jessel. That's fair enough. Um, because yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, because she wasn't enough for Miles, and he um, because, and he wanted to go back to school, and that was apparently oh, too much I for her. Oh, I forgot about that. That was yeah. Wow, what a sad little life, Danny. How in fucking insecure. <laughs> I know. I'm so, am I not enough for you? And he has to be like, no, you are. But like, I'm better at maths than you, and I'm ten. Yeah, and I needed so, education. Like, and you know, it's probably a good idea for me to hang out with other people. I think yeah. it'd be good for you too. <laughs> yeah, literally. Maybe have a break. Just try. Well, it's not actually all about you, Miss. Literally, and like I'm ten, and I, I'm getting on. <laughs> I, I'm a little uneasy to tell you the yeah. truth. It's uh, it's November, and I haven't been to school since June. So. Yeah. Balabong. Let's see other people. Like, yeah. I don't really think I should be having this conversation with you. I think you should get the fuck over it and send me to school. Send me to school. How about yeah? Also, do you remember your job title? You're my sister's governess, not mine. <laughs> I'm meant to be in school. That was the deal. Yeah. yeah okay. 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 Fucking freak. Fucking <laughs> freak. So yeah, uh Miles is clearly overreacting. So I'm just imagining him like going back to school, like, oh, so you took some time out. Like, how come? Like, well, I kind of thought it was like, you know, some personal problems and some family issues. That's not like my sister's governess has a fucking crush on me. Yeah, read into that one. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it gets fucking worse. Oh. So, so obviously Danny had stormed off. She's like, I'm running away. And then Oh my god, yeah. I've forgotten all that. Yeah. Oh, she's she's crazy. She's so annoying. Okay, Carol. Wow. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy, girl. <laughs> like you really did make that all about you. You my sister, Katie. <laughs> I mean if the shoe fits. If the shoe fits. <laughs> anyway. She won't listen. So the next day It's not about her. <laughs> 
so because Danny loves it to be all about her, when the others get home from church, she goes to Mrs. Grace and she's sort of like, did you miss me? And Mrs. Grace is like, no. Did you leave? It, it's been an hour. And Danny's like, oh, so you didn't notice I was gone? And she's like, I mean, yeah, but the kids said, you know, that you just gone off. You're allowed so... an hour to yourself, Danny. It's all right. She's like, oh, did they did they not miss me? And she's like, again? Or Why is she literally else? a six-year-old running away and they go to the bottom Why of the garden? Why is she so annoying? So needy. But you, you know, like when George's like, and I ran away. I could fucking see you in the garden. I can <laughs> see you. you like, didn't you definitely. care that I'd gone? Well, you didn't leave. <laughs> you didn't leave. I once ran away and I went down the road for like an hour and I came back and was like, did you miss me to mum? And she was like... No. <laughs> so you can identify with that. I can identify with this. But also, I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> Danny was I a grown ass away woman. Once. No, I didn't run away. I just tried to walk to grandma's once and I got brought back by the police. <laughs> the police didn't bring me back. No, Katie, because no one cared. <laughs> <laughs> one time me and Tom tried to have a sleepover in the field down the road and the police didn't like that. Oh, I don't remember this. I don't really remember either. I think, like, because we had, like, all our cuddly toys with us or something and were seen prancing down the road and it was a bit more like... Did the police bring you back that time? I don't think so. I remember I the think... police bringing you back once before. In me as well. I thought they only brought Tom back. No. Um, maybe it was that time because you were maybe. over, like, in the woods by the field. And I remember because... Um, uh, the police like asked where you live because you were really young. They asked Tom like, "Okay, do you know where you live?" And you were like, "Yes, actually, I live on Bounstay Road." And they were like, "Okay, I think we we need to talk to the younger one." Oh, yeah, and they were like, "Do sense. you know your telephone number?" And Tom was like, "Uh," and you were like, "Yes, it's oh one two five two." Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably yeah. was that time. I yeah. was I was two. So. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I such a clever two-year-old? What happened? It was a real thing um, at that point in time that you'd know your phone number. I remember there being a real push on it when we were younger, especially when you were younger, to like make sure you know your phone number and that you can repeat it in emergencies. So I think it was drilled into us quite a lot. I do still remember that number before any So other. do I. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I'm being like, coy about it because we don't fucking have that number anymore. Oh, one, two, five, two, seven, nine, four, one, six, seven. Yeah, ring it. See what happens. See who answers. Should we ring it? <laughs> no, I hate it. No. Well, we can't, can't ring, ring it. I'm using my phone to record. Not right now. It's still <laughs> life. Okay, maybe we'll do it's a Patreon. It's half past eight in the evening. You can't ring people. What are you going to say if you ring them? Seven days. <laughs> Have I told you? Okay, really small, quick tangent. So a few years ago, I went camping with two friends and um, we met this woman who was deciding whether or not to divorce her husband because he was a piece of shit. And um, she was like camping on her own. She was called Debbie. Yeah, she was called Debbie. Um, and mm. um, I paused because that's Katie's boyfriend's mum's name. And I was like, wait, am I confused? No, she was called Debbie. No. And um, we um, had some wine with Debbie. Debbie was fucking great. We loved Debbie. We smoked rollies with Debbie. Debbie needed to leave her piece of shit husband, but she did need to go back and get her dog. So um, that understandable. Is understandable. And we were like, we're going to keep in contact, Debbie. Um, Debbie doesn't use the... Oh, 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 I missed a bit out. And then um, we didn't get any of Debbie's contact details. That was it. And afterwards, we got really drunk. And um, like literally like six months afterwards, got really drunk. I was like, we want to 
know what happened to Debbie. And so I sent like a drunk email to the campsite being like, I know this is really weird. And um, and also I think it was drugs. I was like, this is really weird. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I I understand you can't give out her contact details to us, but this is my email. We would love to get back in contact. Yeah, we met this woman. She was camping on these days. If you could pass on our contact details, we'd really appreciate it. And they um, replied with, um, unfortunately, um, Debbie doesn't use email, but we have called her and she is happy for us to give you her number. I was like, okay, intense. And it was like a landline number as well. Uh, Yeah, I know. Although I think we got a mobile number since. But anyway, and she was like... You have to make Tintin do that call. Well, this is the thing. So, um, yeah, my friends Tintin and Sophie. Tintin's like the grown-up of the group. And um, so me and Sophie were like, we want to call her and see what's going on. We miss Debbie. And Tintin was like, don't call her. That's really weird. I'm like, no, we want to. And um, Tintin was like, for fuck's sake, why are you guys so weird? And then we got on the call and just didn't know how to like be normal adults, like just talking on the phone. So Tintin was like, How's life, Debbie? <laughs> like, it just had to take control of the situation. And we were like, Yeah, Tintin, find out what's going on with Debbie. Thanks. Thanks. And then at the end, she was like, You guys are fucking ridiculous. But then we got into like um, regular tech. Well, Sophie did got into regular text with Debbie. We kept um, uh, up with her, but she did go back to her husband. COVID was mm. a rough time. Well, maybe he became a better person. Yeah, I think he was just boring and shit. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, that was um, us stalking Debbie and uh, not knowing how to talk to people. So, on the phone. sorry, did she literally, did you guys ring her? She answers the phone, says hello, and you and Sophie just sit there staring like, hello? It was like, so I think Sophie was like, hi, Debbie. Yeah, it's um, Sophie, Tintin and Marsha. We met camping. And she was like, oh, hello. Oh, yes. How have you been? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, because it was like a weird three-way call. My line was really bad, so they couldn't really hear me anyway, which suited me fine. So So I could just listen. Listening, Literally, my face is like, we can't really hear you, Marsha. Brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> perfect perfect just let me listen the biggest smile on my face <laughs> so anyway disgusting. we got onto this really long tangent by if you call our old phone number what are you going to fucking say hello it's sophie marsha and tinton i met you while camping how are you oh my god just like oh hi it's debbie and just like see if they just vibe with it how are you doing gonna... darling Oh, how are you? Who is this? It's Debbie. I think you've got the wrong number. No, you've got the wrong house. <laughs> Suddenly becomes like harassment charges. Look, I want Get my house Get out of my house. Back. It was a really nice house. It was a nice house. Move. Just call. <laughs> Your house is hot. No, no. Phone them. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> out, 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 get out, get out. Yes. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. This is so, what uh, adults do. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Got a whole day of being, of having COVID in bed tomorrow. What do you think I'm going to do with it? Get out, get out. Do you know how to make your number private? No. One for one? Oh, no, fuck it. I mean, I'll Google it first. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not going to call them. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> get your boyfriend oh, yeah. to do it tempting so yes danny goes to mrs gross like did you miss me and danny and mrs gross is basically like 
No. And um, she and Mrs. Gross um, goes on to say about the children. Oh, yes, they asked me to say nothing and to please them so long as they were there. Of course, I promised. But what has happened to you? Oh, I only went with you for the walk, I said. I had then to come back to meet a friend. She showed her surprise. A friend? You haven't got any friends. You, <laughs> you haven't got any friends. No one likes you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Oh, yes, I have a couple, I laughed. But did the children give you a reason for not mm. saying I'd left? For not alluding to, to your leaving us? Yes, they said you'd like it better. Do you like it better? My face had made her rueful. No, I like it worse. But after an instant, I added, Did they say why I should like it better? No, Master Miles only said we must do nothing but she likes. I wish indeed he would. And what did Flora say? Miss Flora was so was too sweet, she said. Oh, of course, of course. And I said the same. I thought a moment. You were too sweet too. I can hear you all. But nonetheless, between Miles and me, it's now all out. So What's all that? Fucking dramatic. Just that You're... she doesn't think Miles is vibing her. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I don't really yeah. have anything to say. Well, Just like, oh well, get over it. Oh well. Well, also she's like, he's in conspiring with Peter cahoots. Quint. They're all he's in cahoots. cahoots. That's my favourite word. He's in cahoots with Peter Quint. They're all in it together. And it's like, what to send the kid to school? Sounds like Peter Quint's doing a fabulous fucking job. If you ask. Exactly. Me. It sounds like. To be honest, does he want to be hired again? Because. Uh, yeah, you're no, sure. he touched the kids. <laughs> when the ex-pedophile is uh, doing a better job than you are as a nanny. And the ex-pedophile comes on like, look, I know I might have abused him, but at least I saw he got that he got his bloody education. <laughs> come on. Come on, dropping the ball here. <laughs> come on. Anyway, savage Mrs. Gross, but too funny. Mm. Also, why is she so dramatic about Miles? The kid wants to go to school. I know, can't That's literally all he wants. Let him learn. Let him learn. It's not like he did a shit on your chest. Yeah. Like, why are you acting so weird? Um. Anyway, with all this weird stuff going on, Gross and Danny agree that it's finally time to write their um to write the kids' uncle a letter. Yes. Yeah. And bloody drag their feet about, it, do they? So that night, she go. Um. Danny uh goes to Miles' room while Flora is sleeping. She listens at the door, and when she hears something, somebody at the door. His voice tinkled out. I say you there. I say hello. I know. I say tinkle tinkle. <laughs> Come in. It was gaiety in the gloom. I went in with my light and found him in bed, very wide awake, but very much at his ease. Well, what are you up to? He asked with a grace of sociability in which it occurred to me that Mrs. Gross, had she been present, might have looked in vain for proof that anything was out. I stood over him with my candle. How did you know I was there? Why, of course, I heard you. Did you fancy you made no noise? You're like a troop of cavalry. <laughs> beautifully laughed. <laughs> I just love the image of Danny, like, stomping around like a little elephant. Like, oh, did you hear me? Yeah. Me? On my little powder puffy? Oh. Ross always says I stomp like a herd of elephants. <laughs> <laughs> was it you? He said he was downstairs or something once when we, when we used to live together. Um, and he heard me wake up and it was like, Doom, get out of bed. Doom, 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 doom. And then, like, silence says, I had a wee. And then, doom, 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 doom. Like, God damn, you wouldn't think she was a relatively, by some standard, small person. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. <laughs> like, do you have to it's... stamp on each step? I didn't think I was. Yes. Doom, 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 doom. 
It's fun to be stompy. I don't even. I, I thought I was, you know, normal footed. <laughs> no, we're Bevans. We're stumpy and we're stumpy. Just a little side note. You know the footage we took of me trying to run when I couldn't run normally on camera, so I did like light steps <laughs> and it looks like Bambi. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon that footage is anywhere? Ooh. Might be on my laptop if it's anywhere. Yeah. Mm, worth a look yeah yeah because that <laughs> that was the best but we were trying to make a short film and we wanted a shot of just marsha's feet running by and so we did and marsha was like oh i look a bit heavy footed i'll do it again <laughs> and she runs by and it's just like these little baby like <laughs> like <listen. laughs> oh i'm gonna see if i can find it it's amazing <laughs> from our house but we were both like nearly wetting ourselves (laughs) I remember having to really get into a strong place where I wasn't going to wee scratching in bushes trying not to wee (laughs) we got it because I think one of us looked at it first was like oh I'm going down you'll see why (laughs) that was the best yeah please find that footage I hope I've got it somewhere (gasps) Anyway, so Danny's trampling about, not in a very Bambi-like fashion, <laughs> and um, to which she responds with, then you weren't asleep. Like, no, Danny, I was, but then you came fucking trampling along. <laughs> Bit hard to sleep with that, Danny. Yeah. Not much. I lie awake and think. Creepy. Mm. I had put my candle um, designedly a short way off, and then, as he held out his hand, old his, his friendly old hand to me, disgusting, he's ten. Um, and why has he got a friendly old hat? Disgusting. A f- Disgusting. A friendly old, um, old hand. Friendly old hand, sit down there, my yeah. dear. He sat, um, his hand to me, Had I had sat down on the edge of his bed. What is it, I asked, that you think of? What in the world, my dear, but you? Gross. Creepy. Ah, the pride I take in your appreciation doesn't insist on that. I had so rather you slept. Well, I think also, you know, of this queer business of ours. I mean... Sorry, Miles. I kind of want to be him for Halloween. He is horrific. I just sit there in a little suit and say, Oh, take my old hat, all this funny old business. Yeah, I mean, he me is actually... Send me to fucking school, what's wrong with you? Like, look, Miles, I can't send you to school because you're not a 10-year-old, you're an 80-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, that's why they sent you home. It's fucking weird, you're scaring the kids. It's scary, man. I marked the coolness of his firm little hand. Of what queer business, Miles? Why, the way you bring me up. I will do all the rest of it. I fairly heard I fairly heard my breath a minute, and even from my glimmering taper, there was light enough to show him to show how he smiled up at me from his pillow. What do you mean by all the rest? Oh, you know, you know. No, I don't. No, I don't. What? No, I don't, Miles. What? Why is he so fucking creepy? He's creepy and cryptic. And cryptic. And also creepy. And an old man. So Miles again asks about going away for his education, and Danny panics and demands to know why he was expelled. But obviously... I mean, we do want to know. We do want to know. I've just begun a letter to your uncle, I said. Well, then finish it! Oh, 
literally this whole book is like when you write to the uncle by the end she's going to be like and i popped it in the post the end literally i waited a minute what happened before he gazed up at me again for what before you came back and before you went away again like before you were before you came home for the summer before you went away and before you came back why you gotta be so weird? why can't you just fucking talk like a normal person no wonder he's not answering the question he's never just been asked straight just like why yeah. were you expelled oh all right well, uh, if you want an answer just try asking the fucking question literally for some time he was silent but he continued to meet my eyes at this time I like to imagine that he's just like that meme with the lady with the numbers floating around her head trying to figure out the fuck Danny's ass like um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um what it's also that I feel like that moment of like because Danny's in like a trusted position of like authority I'm just being like I, I'm not vibing that you should have this role in this kind of authority over me. Yeah, just that, like, you're you're weird. <coughs> Sorry, Miles has had cool. trash adults around him. Oh, such trash, poor kid. Honestly, anyway, he doesn't quite get what he doesn't quite manage to cotton on what she's putting down. So he's like, what happened? It made me, the sound of the words, in which it seemed to me I had caught uh, caught for the very first time a small faint quaver of consenting consciousness. It made me drop on my knees beside the bed and seize one of the, once more, the chance of possessing him. So now you want to possess mm. him, Danny. Dear little Miles, dear little Miles, if you knew how much I want to help you, it's only that, it's nothing but that. I'd rather die than give you a pain or do you a wrong. I'd rather die than hurt a hair of, your, of you, dear little Miles. Oh, I brought it out even now if I should go too far. I just want you to help me to save you. But I knew in a moment after this that I had gone too far. You think? You think? Just a little bit. The answer to my apparel was instantaneous, but it came in the form of an extraordinary blast and chill, a gust of frozen air and a shake of the room, as great, um, as great as if in the wild wind the casement had crashed in. The boy gave a loud high shriek, which, lost in the rest of the shock of sound, might have seemed indistinctly, though I was so close to him, a note either of jubilation or of terror. I jumped to my feet again and was conscious of the darkness, so for a moment we remained, while I stared about me and saw the drawn curtains unstirred and the window still tight. Mm. Why, the candle's out, I then cried. It was I who blew it, dear, said Miles. Oh, Miles, you're fucking gross. But also, so yeah, fucking disgusting. Ooh. Disgusting, disgusting. So she pounced on him and then a ghostly event takes yeah. place and creepily little Miles plunges them into darkness. Now... On the one hand, he's a creepy little ghost-possessed kid and he's plunging them into darkness to be cre- creepy. Mm. On the other hand, he's like, this lady's gone bucking fucking batshit. Oh, the candle's out. Yeah, I blew it out so you'd leave me alone. Yes, yeah, so you can't fucking grab me again. Yeah, don't be good. Why can't be so grabby? Yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> so next morning, Gross asks Danny if she's written yet and Danny is... So just... sorry, they're just like, night then. <laughs> yeah. I guess Danny's like, well, I guess the candle's out. Sweet dreams. I guess that's my cue to leave. Good night, Miles. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) So the next day, Mrs. Gross asks if Danny has written the letter yet. Have you written, miss? 
Yes, I've written, but I didn't add, for the hour, that my letter, sealed and directed, was still in my pocket. There would be time enough to send it before the messenger should go to the village. Why are you the fucking worst? Just send the fucking letter! Just put the fucking letter in the fucking post! Chippity chop, chippity chop, And also, like, if it was, like, just not a big deal, like, she was like, oh, but post doesn't, isn't going to leave until five anyway, so I'll post it in, like, you know, after I've had breakfast or whatever, why would you not fucking say that? It's the fact she's like... I've done it, and then doesn't go on to say it's like Katie, why being weird. Why is she our yeah. mum with any birthday card? Yeah! <laughs> Accurate. Did she send it the last minute the post is going the day before their birthday? <laughs> whatever the person, <laughs> whatever, whatever the deal, it has to go literally at four forty nine mm-hmm. day before. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that, is, that is the rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when they get there, they're like, "Oh, I can't guarantee it will be there tomorrow." She's always like, "Well." <laughs> <laughs> it's her birthday tomorrow what? why do people do that why do you do that mum yeah mum why 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 oh Hi, oh <laughs> you've upset your mother you've upset anyway um so why do you have to drag your feet so much Danny Danny you you frustrate me. <laughs> anyway, that morning, the children behave perfectly in their morning lessons. They are clever and sweet and generally great, and Danny is delighted with them, although she does reflect that they are both better at maths than her now. So let them go to school. Awkward. Awkward. Also, I did a little Googling. Apparently, Flora is meant to be eight. Okay. I don't vibe that. She has no personality and no one seems to be worried. She's three. <laughs> She's a simple girl. His brother looks out for her. She has no need for a personality. Pretty much. Mm. And so I'm like, uh, no, she's three. Um, mm. Miles is ten, and I believe that. Um, anywho, after lessons, Miles and Dan- Miles asks Danny if she will listen to him play piano, to which she happily agrees. He had never at any rate been such a little gentleman as when, after our early dinner on this dreadful day, he came round to me and asked me if I shouldn't like him for half an hour, if I, if, if I shouldn't like him for half an hour to play for me. Fucking hell. <laughs> shouldn't... Sorry, I understand it's a different time and maybe like, you know, before Netflix and whatever, that would have been quite a nice half hour of entertainment. But fucking hell, if someone's like, would you like me to play for you for half an hour? Max 10 minutes, babe. Max. Oh, uh, also, we're just not really in that time period anymore, are you? Can you? It's just like, imagine being a He's party for the person you read. He's Wonderwall, like... Sorry, is it no. Wonder All or Wonderwall? I thought it was Wonder Wall. And after all, you're my Wonder Wall. Because it's because what's a Wonder Wall? A wall of wonder, or is, are they what's wonder? What's a Wonder All? Oh, well, are they? You're my Wonder All. I wonder about all of you. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google it. Why did he write that shitty song? It's but, awful. Yeah, it would be the Wonder. I just find it odd that everyone knows the song. And we're questioning, is it wall or all? Well, you are. I'm pretty sure it's wall. Well, when my internet catches up. Oh, no. <laughs> and in the meantime, I'll find my notes. Um. So anyway, he's a little gem about it. And they're there for a long while while Miles is entertaining Danny. And suddenly she realises something. Mm. Where's Flora? Side note. It is Wonder Wall. <laughs> Told you. <ya. laughs> what a 
don't know. What's the uh, deal with this wall? Is it like a like Berlin Wall or something down or something? I always kind of, you know how people say you're a wildflower if you like don't fit yeah. into a social group. I just kind of always think it's kind of like that. Like you're my wonder wall. You're my wallflower. <laughs> it's like the person is the flower. Like you're not the flower. You're the fucking wall. <laughs> I didn't say it was flattering. <laughs> not even the flower. It is. It is a shit song. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, carry on. <laughs> yeah. So, where's Flora? Fuck knows. Honestly, Danny, you're the worst, shittiest, Shit. n- shittiest nanny. You had one job. Flora was your responsibility. <laughs> you were meant to look after. You're a fuckhead. That's you're what you are. A fucking shithead. Fucking shithead, Danny. Where the fuck is Literally. And that's how Mrs. Gross reacts. It's not at all. She should, though. She should. Jesus. I would, if I was the uncle, I'd come back and, you know, fucking punch Danny. <laughs> You're the worst. But also, the uncles in the wrong are sort of like, oh. oh, why has everything gone wrong? It's like, well, you hired someone to be the sole care of your children that you spent all of 10 minutes with. Yep. Literally. So I would say, if I was the uncle. This uncle's probably just going to come back and make, oh, <laughs> oh, well, it seems fine and dandy. The children are being raped by ghosts. It's a shame. He's literally Boris Johnson. Oh, well, let's not look into oh, it. Oh, well, let me jowl. Let me jowl. Anyway, actually. so Danny runs off to find Mrs. Gross. They, um, they, and they agree to go and search the house for Flora. This was promptly arranged between us, but when 10 minutes later... I'm glad later it was promptly the... arranged because it takes about six months to send a letter, Danny. I know! In pursuance of our arrangement, we met in the hall. It was only to report on either side that after garden inquiries, we had altogether failed to trace her. For a minute there apart from observation, we exchanged mute alarms, and I could feel with her with high interest my friend returned me returned me all those I had from fir- from the first given her. I hate this book. <sighs> We're scared the little girl is missing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. She'll be above, she put. Pre- oh, sorry. She'll be above, she presently said. In one of the rooms you haven't searched. No. No. She's at a distance. I had made up my mind. So you've decided. You don't know. You've decided. Okay. She has gone out. Mrs. Gross stared. Without her hat? <laughs> That's what we're concerned about. She won't look proper. She won't look proper, Miss Governess. It simply won't do. No. I naturally, I naturally also looked volumes. Isn't that woman also without one? She's with her. She's with her. The hatless swine. They're hatless. <laughs> so they, so Danny goes running off to look for floor. Oh yeah, sorry. To look so for floor out, or to look for hats. <laughs> to look for where? Where we'll get to it. Don't you worry. Mm. Don't you worry. The child out without a hat. Surely there could be nothing worse. Also, a ghostly paedophile with also without a hat mm. has abducted the child. But it's the hats that we're really concerned about. Of course. Naturally, it's all very, very alarming. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. They are really obsessed with hats, though. Do you remember when when they first saw Quint? Well, when Danny yeah! first saw Quint, and they so established he wasn't even wearing a hat. <laughs> oh my god is it, is it like the sign that like everyone wears hats but ghosts can't wear hats because they would fall through their ghostly form so if you're not wearing a hat you're a ghost should we bring back that as a test just for every person ever like everyone has to wear a hat because otherwise you're a ghost yeah I, I mean 
uh, Victorians were very wary and they did die easily. So you could be a ghost at normal at breakfast and a ghost by afternoon. And that is true. So that is true. Hat's quite a clear way to tell. There we go. <laughs> that is true. You know what? Actually, it, that theory completely justifies all their <laughs> all their feelings about hats. There you go. It, it makes complete they, sense. They, Keep it, it really does. The sun has got his hat on. Hippo, hippo, ray. We know he's not a ghost, and he's coming out today. Woo! <laughs> Honestly. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Totally here for it. Anyway, so off they run after Flora, leaving Miles presumably with Quint. Mm. Like they literally like, is it safe to leave him up there? So it makes and sense. Like, like, yeah, it's all right. Quint's looking after him. Oh, he's all right. Literally, <laughs> fucking literally though. Like, what is it? Oh, um, so yeah, they're like, we must go out. And what about Mister Miles? Oh, he's with Quint. They'll be in the schoolroom. Lord, Miss. My view, I was aware myself, and therefore I supposed my tone had never reached so calm an assurance. The tricks played, I went on. They've successfully worked their plan. He found the most divine little way to keep me quiet while she went off. So basically... Sorry, I just want to... So Miles, you know where he is, and there is a known danger. Flora is in unknown danger, so it could take quite a while to sort it out. So you're concluding that, well, you'll go on, like, you know, this blind goose chase after Flora and leave... Um, Miles with the known ghost paedophile. Also, there's two of you. Yep. Divide and conquer and stop the children being abused. You can't. You bunch of cunts. But I always just love that it's not even like, well, he might be in danger of being with Quint. It's like, nah, he's with Quint. It's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, he's he's But also, her reasoning for why she's not going up to Miles is like, well, he created the perfect diversion by playing his nice little song, so give his sister an out. So he's in on it, so fuck him. (laughs) Like, One, he's a child. Even if that's true, grooming. Two, what if he was just playing a song and it's Quinky Dink? Does he deserve to be yeah. raped by a ghost, even if it's not Quinky Dink? <laughs> even if he did do that, he is still a child mm. being abused. You suck, Danny. Anyway, I came down to the drive while um, Mrs. Gross stood in the doorway. You're going with nothing on, <laughs> as in no hat. No hat. What do I care when the child has nothing? I can't wait to dress, I cried. And if you must do so, I leave you. Try, meanwhile, yourself upstairs. With them? <laughs> Meaning um, yeah. the ghost. Oh, on, on, oh, on this poor woman promptly joined me. Okay. Yeah. So again, they're both still heading off without their hats. Yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> fucking awkward. fucking sluts the import i think this episode should be called the importance of hats yeah. <laughs> i agree so together they head down to the lake thinking flora will be down there um where danny saw her and miss jessel before mrs gross is scared but follows mm-hmm. page. <clears throat> she exhaled a moan of relief as we went as we at last came into sight of the greater part of the water without sight of the child I'm not sure I'd be relieved if I got to it and I was like, well, now we're here at the lake and I can't see the child. Mm. Oh, good. That must mean they fucking drowned. (laughs) But no, everyone's absolutely balmy. There was no trace of Flora on the nearest side of the bank where my observation of her had been most startling and none on the opposite edge where, save for a margin of some 20 yards, a thick copse um, came down to the pond. Copse? This expanse... Copse? Copse of... Copse. Like the cops. cops. Yeah, the trees. Cops. <laughs> cops. Cops came down um, to the pond. This expanse, oblong in shape, was so narrow compared to its length that with its Just real, real quick, view, sorry to interrupt, but isn't oblong mm. a much better word than rectangle and why don't we use the word oblong more? 
Because oblong's round and no. rectangle's square. Oblong is another word for rectangle. I swear. Okay, we're doing a lot of Googling this episode. <laughs> what do you mean oblong's round? I mean, it sounds round. <laughs> I'm Katie and I can't do shapes. No, you're Marshridge, you can't do shapes. You looked it up yet? My yeah. internet's being so slow. It's a rectangular round. object has come up. And I'm getting round ones. Katie, it's a rectangular object. With rounded edges. No, the shape of an oblong is is rectangle. Why is it showing me some round things? No, it... No, oblong. Okay, guys... Oblong is another word for rectangle. It is. Come at me. Oblong or rectangle. Key stage one. <laughs> but if you put oblong into Google Images, they're all rounded. The first thing is a yellow rectangle. And everyone after that is rounded. There, there's a selection. Oblong shape is giving me rectangles. An oblong, oblong shape is giving me a pill. An oblong is a 2D shape that has two pairs of parallel sides and four right angles. It's a rectangle. What's a weird shape. Sometimes Stan. also referred to as a rectangle. An oblong has all of the same properties as a square, except it doesn't have equal sides. The lengths are longer than the widths. A rectangle. A waste of my time, <laughs> Tangle. It's... Fucking shape. <laughs> I swear oblong is rounded. No, though. it's like... not. It's a rectangle. And a much better Where... word for that. Well, it all seems highly convenient, <laughs> doesn't it? It's so... Wasting my time, Angles. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so something is uh, rectangular and uh, is a copse of trees. The 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 oh the lake is rectangular. Oh, okay, must be man-made. Um, we looked at the empty stretch, and then I felt the suggestion in my friend's eyes. I knew what she meant, and I replied with a negative head shake. No, no, wait! She has taken the boat. My companion, my companion, stared at the vacant mooring place, and then across the lake. Then, where is it? Our, ne- our not seeing it is the strongest of proofs. She has used it to go over and then has managed to hide it. All alone? That child? She's not alone. And at such times, she's not a child. She's an old, old woman. You're an old woman. Also, is she? Sorry, why is that the fucking others? <clears throat> I am your daughter. That's what I've written. Yeah. It's what I've written in my notes. Yeah. If you haven't seen the others, you should go watch it. It's, it's a much better ghost story than this, Henry <laughs> J. I'm telling you. <laughs> Anyway, Nicole so they Kidman around is on... fabulous in it. Oh, she's so good. So is that fucking creepy kid. Oh. Creepy kids, man. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Anyway, and her so little brother, around... like, oh. come here. Why? Because they're dead. <gasps> what? Sorry, spoiler alert. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweet, though. <laughs> what? Is he called oh, Miles? He's trying to scare me. Well, he might be. I, no, I think he's called Nicholas. Oh, he is called Nicholas, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the little girl's called, though. Dickhead. Twat. I was like, Flora, Marsha, just learn some other names than the kids in the immediate book. <laughs> to be fair, when I got this book and I read the blurb, it says, um, it's a great masterpiece of a haunting atmosphere and unbearable tension tells of a young governess sent to a country house to take charge of two orphans. And I read that and I bought it. Mm. And then I read it again when I got home. Miles and Flora. Oh, it's Blythe House. <laughs> right? oh, I already knew. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
So it was the kids' names that gave it away mm. to me of what the story was, but it's very different. Oh. Anyway, so they followed round on foot, trying to catch up to Flora and Miss Jessel. Mm. <clears throat> there was a gate in the fence um, up ahead through which we passed, and that brought us, after a trifling interview, more into the open. Then, there she is! We both exclaimed at once. Flora, a short way off, stood before us on the grass and smiling as if her performance had now been completed. Um, the next thing she did, however, was to, was to stoop straight down and pluck, quite as if it were all she was there for, a big, ugly spray of withered fern. I at once felt sure she had just come out of the copse. She waited for us, not herself taking a step, and I was conscious of the rare solemnity with which we presently approached her. She smiled and smiled, and we met but it was all done in a silence, by this time flagrantly ominous. Mrs. Grace was the first to break the spell. She threw herself on her knees and, drawing the child to her breast, clasped in a long embrace the little tender yielding body. With this mm. dumb convulsion... Oh, sorry, don't is, say children have yielding bodies. It's it is disgusting. disgusting. Don't say anyone has yeah, a yielding oh, body. Worse. While this dumb convulsion lasted, I could only watch it, which I did the more intently when I saw Flora's face peep at me over my companion's shoulder. Disgusting. It was serious. It was serious now. The flicker had left it but it strengthened the pang with which i at that moment envied mrs gross the simplicity of her relation still all this while nothing more passed between us save that flora had left her foolish fern again dropped to the ground what she and i had virtually fucking fern fucking fern it's not the fern's fault it was just growing gee the fern like and fuck you too <laughs> yeah, I was just growing. I got plucked. Fucking a ugly foolish fern. Foolish fern. Like, savage. <laughs> when, um, what she and I had virtually said to each other was that pretexts were useless now. When Mrs. Gross finally got up and kept the child's hand so that the two were still before me, and the singular reference of our communion was even more marked in the frank look she addressed me. I'll be hanged, it said, if I'll speak. Who said that was gross? That's what Flora's face says. Oh fucking face sorry <laughs> creepy so now flower so now flora too is being fucking weird and there doesn't seem mm. to be any sign of miss jessel and where's miles she said there's there was something in the small valor of that of it that quite finished me those three words that came from her felt like a blade i'll tell you if you tell me i heard myself say that i then heard the tremor in which it broke well what Mrs. Gross' suspense uh, blazed at me, but it was too late now, and I brought the thing out handsomely. Where, my pet, is Miss Jessel? Ooh. Ooh. I'm not here to fuck her around anymore. She's asked outright. I feel like shit's made to be about to hit the fan. Well, I feel like it was Danny that said that, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel like Danny's learned to ask a question and that shouldn't go unpraised. Well done, Danny. Well done, Danny. Um, it does go unpraised. Settle down. Oh, um, in, I should say, no, set, you don't have to settle down. <laughs> it's not exactly a bedtime story. Just as in the churchyard with Miles, the whole thing was upon us. Much as I had made on the fact that this name had never once been between us been sounded, the quick smitting glare with which the child's face now received it um, fairly likened my breach of the silence to the smash of a pane of glass. Ooh. Sorry, I would if I heard that glass, I'd just be like, oh, they're little bratty kids again. I'm like, Miles, you fucking shit. Don't be breaking windows. Don't be breaking windows. I suddenly seized my colleague's arm. She's there. She's there. 
Miss Jessel uh. stood before us on the opposite bank exactly as she'd stood the other time. No. And I remember, strangely, as the first feeling now produced in me, my thrill of joy at having brought on proof. She was there, so I was justified. She was there! So I was now cruel, not mad. She was there for poor, scared Mrs. Gross, but she was there most for Flora. And no moment of my monstrous time was perhaps so extraordinary as that in which I consequently threw out to her with the sense that pale and ravenous demon as she was, she would catch and she would understand it, an inarticulate message of gratitude. Creepy. She rose erect on the spot, my friend, and I had lately quitted, uh, that I had lately quitted, and there wasn't in all... And there wasn't in all the long reach of her desire an inch of her evil that fell short. So she's... There's a lot of um, uh, impotent uh, imagery going on there. There's a lot inch of... Inch fell short. Erect. Erect. <laughs> <laughs> it's the choice of words. It's like, why did you have... Like, some English scholar, I, well, I know, I mentioned it when we first kicked this off, has written this about, you know, a very very freudian reading of this and um mm-hmm. you know what at the beginning of this i tutted them for just being dickish to women but getting into it they got a point got it's not that subtle <laughs> mrs jessel the withered penis <laughs> <laughs> mrs jessel a withered penis however erect <laughs> she's a trooper she's ready for action <laughs> ready for action not much satisfaction. Yeah. <laughs> that could also be a good episode name. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're rolling off. They're rolling, they're rolling off. off. They're rolling off. Anyway, um, but scarier than the face of an actual ghost is the face of Flora, and that that her and oh, and the oh, fact. Oh right, all right, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> and the fact that Flora and Mrs. Gross don't see anything. So Flora and Mrs. Gross aren't aware that Miss Jessel's they there being a penis. They can't see the giant flailing cock. Oh my god, the small flailing cock. Come on, it's <laughs> an inch. Whiz of it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I've said it already. She was literally, she was hideously hard. She, this is um, Danny talking about hideously small... hard. <laughs> now that's an episode name. <laughs> she was hideous. That's what it says. Hideously hard. It means hard face. <laughs> She's talking about Flora as well. (laughs) Well, apparently they've been getting it off. Yeah, she was literally, she was literally, she was hideously hard. (laughs) And she had turned common, almost ugly. I don't know what you mean. I see nobody. I see nothing. I never have. I think you're cruel. I don't like you said Ooh. Flora. Um, then, after this deliverance, which might have been that of the vulgar- vulgarly pert little girl in the street, she hugged Mrs. Gross more closely and buried in her skirts the dreadful little face. In this position, she launched an almost furious wail. Take me away! Take me away! Oh, take me away from her! From Ooh. me, I panted. From you! From you, she cried. And yeah! <laughs> 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 me! Not Hermione. <laughs> Not Miss Jessel. Not Miss Gross. <laughs> <laughs> this is a memeable episode. <laughs> oh, excellent, excellent. Anyway, so Miss Gross takes Flora home and Danny curls up in the grass and has a cry and an aggressive nap. Standard. Sometimes you need an aggressive 
massive now. Yeah. I mean, it does seem to be a thing that, you know, a stressful thing goes on and people just seem to pass out because then it just cuts back and it's evening and you're like, okay. Mm. Um, okay. I mean, like, you know, I won't begrudge someone a nap. Yeah. Anyway, so she wakes up, dusts herself off and was like, well, that was a bit intense, wasn't it? Um, mm. And heads home. Uh, there's no sign of Flora or Mrs. Gross, so she assumes Mrs. Gross has taken Flora to the bed. Um, and Danny resigns herself to the schoolroom where Miles comes in and sits... Sorry, she assumes Mrs. Gross is taking her to bed. You cannot assume that. Verify you are their primary caregiver. I know, she's the fucking worst. Anyway, so she goes and sits mm. in the schoolroom and Miles comes in and sits quietly with her for the remainder of the evening. Which is, like, just meant to be nice because he's, like... <laughs> Yeah. And after all that, just had a very pleasant evening. Yeah. Uh, next morning, Mrs. Grace tells Danny that Flora has got a wicked fever and doesn't want to see Danny and that she's almost scared of her. Danny's like, mm. great. Um, Danny decides it's time for immediate action. Yes. 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 The entire time you've been there has been the time for immediate action, dear yeah. Danny. <clears throat> so she says to... Uh, she she responds to Mrs. Gross. So that's what you've come. So that's what you've come to me now for. I asked. Is it to speed me on my way? Before she had time to reply, however, I had her in check. I have a better idea. The result of my reflections, my going would seem the right thing. And on a Sunday, I was terribly near. It. And on Sunday, I was terribly near it. Yet that won't do. It's you who must go. You must take Flora. Ooh. My visitor at this did speculate. Where in the world? Away from here! Away from them! Away even most of all now! From me! Straight to her uncle. I mean, fair. Yeah, yeah. Only to tell you, no, not only, to leave me in addition with my remedy. She was still looking vague. And your remedy is... Is? Miles! Is what? he? Because Miles still likes her, so she has time to turn Miles to be on her side instead of Flora's. Yeah. Just let Miles go too, please. Yeah. Let the children get, go, It Danny. gets worse. So that's... Yeah. Step away from the trial. Poor Mrs. Gross having to deal with the creepy kids and now Danny just losing her shit. But also, mm. um, I love Danny's sass levels, sort of like, only to tell on you. No, not only. <laughs> No, not that. Not Not only. Like, okay. (laughs) You're scary. Does she kind of remind you of mum arguing with dad? Yeah. I mean, that's probably (laughs) what I'm kind of channeling as well in my reading. No, not only. (laughs) Not only that, you idiot. (laughs) All right. Just trying to help. Anyway, so Mrs. Gross also confides in there that she does believe Danny about the horrors that Flora has told her throughout the night. From that child, horrors there. She sighed with tragic relief. On my honour, miss, she says things. Um, but at this um, evocation, she broke down. She dropped with a sudden cry upon my sofa. And as I had seen her do before, gave way to all the anguish of it. It was quite in another manner that I, for my part, let myself go, oh, thank God. She sprang up again at this, drying her eyes with a groan. Thank God. It, so it justifies me. It does that, miss. <laughs> like, you're bad shit and you're so fucking narcissistic. Like, yeah. she's come to you being like, all the horrors that um, we speculated about, the children having gone through abuse at the hands of Miss Jessel and Quinn, mm. it's all true, it's all Flora's been saying all night, and it's really traumatised me. Oh, thank God for that. What? <laughs> well, at least I'm right. Bigger fucking yeah. picture. Literally, you dickhead. You're such a fucking... Like, like you suck so much. Anyway. What I'm saying is... 
if you were the police and you were interviewing Danny and they're like, we found out the children being abused, and you're like, oh, thank Christ. But all right, suspect number one. <laughs> Literally be like, you're suspicious. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so they agree that Mrs. Gross will take Flora away that morning to see her uncle. Um, but before she leaves, she reminds Danny of the letter Danny wrote to their uncle and didn't send. So Danny mm. had left before she ran out after Flora. She was like, oh, I don't have time for this right now. Um, so she just kind of put the letter on the side table, thinking like, oh, Luke, the houseboy, will come and take it later. That's where we leave our mail for him to collect. So Danny left it on the dresser for Luke to come pick up um, and sent. Only Luke never saw the letter and now the letter's gone Ooh. apparently oh sorry why is it our parents house i fucking left it there <laughs> this is a, who moved it this isn't a ghost story it's just a story of being at our parents it's just family drama isn't it i'm telling you i've been meaning to send that letter for ages and i left it there for luke <laughs> like luke's not seen it <laughs> And it's no, not I've not seen it. Oh, for fuck's sake. What do you mean? Whoa, did it just disappear into thin air, apparently? No, Miles stole it. Fucking little shit. Well, this is also <laughs> the thing. Like, this is the thing that people go through naturally is you go through a process normally of like, mm. well, what could have happened to it then? Like, could it have blown off? The door was open. We were all in a hurry. It's probably blown off. No, Miles stole it, little shit. Like, <laughs> okay, jump into Burn the cool. witch. Burn the witch. Literally, burn the witch. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, they'll just assume that Miles took it. Like, okay, no problem there. Yes, I see that if Miles t- took it instead, he probably will have read it and destroyed it. And don't you see anything else, said Mrs. Gross. I faced her a moment with a sad smile. It strikes me that by this time your eyes are open even wider than mine. They proved to be so indeed, but she could still almost blush to show it. I make out now what he must have done at school. And she gave in her simple sharpness and almost droll delusion nod he stole i turned it over sorry that is the most anticlimactic I thing ever know. i read that and i was like you fucking kidding me at least i've killed a rabbit in the fi- in the tv show he jumped out of a tree and killed a boy or something <laughs> that was the whole <laughs> thing but he was creepy as he literally like nicked some kids sweets because i do not give a fuck right so this is what i've written because i'm like right Maybe I'm in the wrong, but I don't think stealing's that big a deal. <laughs> Have we spoken about this on the podcast before? No. They're coming for you, Kitty. They're coming. <laughs> but right, I'm just like, it's, it's a Kitty's couple a of little klepto. <laughs> it's just a couple of letters at the end of the day. Why do they give so much? And also, to be so fucking cryptic about it as well, like his schoolmaster's dismiss him being like, we can't tell you what but he's not allowed back. And it's like, did he steal your fucking dildo, mate? Like, what did he fucking take for you to be that weird and cryptic about it? Just feel like you're a fucking thief. Get the fuck out. Don't be weird about it. Yeah, why can't they tell, like, why in the letter home and they're not like, we're expelling him for theft? stole our virginity. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, because that's the thing, it's like, sorry, but that was the most anticlimactic thing ever. It ends with... She looked as if she had found me unexpectedly calm. He stole letters. Okay, but what are in these fucking letters? Because, you know, is it the Queen's, like, secret love child? Because I want to read. Was it? Kings? 
Who fucking knows? Anyway, yeah. Rose and Flora leave um, for London, and part of the whole reason Danny stays with Miles is to win him over. So you think maybe after they leave, she'd probably go and f- go straight to him. Nah. She, all the servants are kind of in a tizzy because they are now um, kind of without a, a leader because Mrs. Gross is head of the servants. Yeah. And so Danny kind of is half-arsedly wandering around like, oh, I wonder where Miles has got to, but not really looking and just kind of wandering around in a bad mood like, I'm in charge now. Oh. <laughs> it's like, Danny, you've gone fucking weird. Anyway, so she spends all day doing this kind of Mm. looking for him but also not and he doesn't appear until dinner time like you had all day to win him over do you not think those hours after his sister got taken away really ill might have been a good time to play miles mate you're right yeah literally but no uh anyway so she just marches around the house like like sorry danny you are fucking into each room sorry who's the ghost i'm the boss in here she's just looking for mrs jessel like it's mine (laughs) (laughs) she's so weird so miles comes in for dinner and then they awkwardly eat together it's awkward if danny keeps going yeah i say my dear is she really very awfully ill Little Flora, no, not so bad, but she'll, but that she'll presently be better. London will set set her up. Bly has ceased to agree with her. Come here and take your mutton. He alertly obeyed me, carried the plate carefully to his seat, and when he was established, went on. Did Bly disagree with her so terribly all at once? Not so suddenly as you might think. One had seen it coming on. Then why didn't you get her off before? Before what? Yes. Before she became too ill to travel? Yes. Like, all of the sense from this kid. I found myself prompt. She's not too ill to travel. She only might have become if she had stayed. This was just the moment to seize. The journey will dispute the influenza. Oh, I was grand. And carry it off. Danny. She has influenza. She's got a fever. Um, But also, why does... Sorry, that's fucking man flu right there. Because... Just a fever. It is not influenza. Influenza is flu and proper flu is fucking shit. And don't if you're a thro- Victorian, you're going to die. Yeah, don't be throwing the word influenza around unless you fucking got it, Danny. Yeah. Sorry. 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 I can't you read. put that word in? It says influence. It <laughs> 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 well. says there's a lot of influence in this oblong. <laughs> I mean, the journey will disp- dissipate the influence, the influenza. Who says the influence? <laughs> well, I suppose the influence of ghosts. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so uh, she doesn't have influenza. It was just a fever. Oh, well, good. She, good. So it's not COVID. Because she doesn't. It's fine. Yeah. It's not... yeah. But why oh. does she cut in? Oh, I was grand. So the, it literally says, the journey will, dissip- will dissipate the influence out of speech. Oh, I was grand. And carry it off. Like, sorry, Danny, why are you frigging yourself off? Like, what do you think you're doing that's so fucking great? She like, I've saved her. She's saved because of me. She's just fucking batshit. Anyway, <laughs> then this little... Sleeper. I just imagine Miles' face the whole time. She's like, eh? Like, like I, I need an adult. I am your adult. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I miss Mrs. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, then this little snippet happens. We continued silent while the maid was with us. 
as silent and it whimsically occurred to me as some young couple who on their wedding journey at the inn feel shy in the presence of the waiter. He turned round only when the waiter had left us. Well, so we're alone. Like Disgusting. I hate everything that just happened. Why would you compare your situation with a child to that of a newlywed couple? Like, I feel shy with someone else here. It's almost as if we're married, Miles. No, it's not. It's really not. Fucking freak. Like, it's really not. And also, obviously, it's like the, um, what's the phrase? The, it's not incomplete, the unreliable narrator. So, Uh. like, her being like, well, so we're alone, said Miles. But I imagine him actually being like, well, so we're alone. (gasps) Alone with you. Scary. Scary. Oh, more or less, I am. I imagine my smile was pale. Not absolutely. We shouldn't like that, I went on. No, I suppose we shouldn't. Of course, we've the others. We've the others. We've indeed the others, I concurred. Yet even though we have them, he returned, still with his hands in his pocket and planted there in front of me, they don't much count, do they? I made the best of it, um, but I felt one. Depends on what you call much. So, obviously, by this, they're kind of pussyfooting around talking about the ghost, but I also feel they're kind of talking about the other servants, and it's just really fucking classist. Yeah. They cunts. don't much I mean, Danny count. is a... Oh, I'm not meant to say cunts. Anyway. Um, well, Danny yeah. is a dick. <laughs> Danny is a dick, isn't she? Like, she's going around like, I'm better than y'all. Literally, she's been going around yeah. all day being like, I'm in charge now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this would work well as a video because literally every time we hear ha, we're showing like Danny's horsey grin. Ha! Anyway, um, so yeah, it's gone fucking wrong. Like, why are they being so weird? Anyway, so little Miles is clearly somewhat distressed and seems eager to leave. I would also like to add to this point that he's kind of like he still has his outdoor hat, so at least he wore his hat out, and oh, so he's good. just sort of holding it and like rummaging it within his hands. Now, as we know, nothing good comes from hats. Oh no. I've got to be honest, I don't really blame him for being scared of Danny. She's fucking horrific. Anyway, so Danny asks him why he was expelled, and he doesn't really answer, only saying he'll tell her later, but he has to do something first. Fair enough. Then he was before me again. I have to see Luke. I had not yet reduced him to quite so vulgar a lie, and I felt proportionately ashamed. But horrible as it was, his lies made up my truth. I achieved, thoughtfully, a few loops of my knitting. Well, then go to Luke, and I'll wait for what you promise. Only in return for that, satisfy before you leave. One very much smaller request. He looked as if he felt he had succeeded enough to be able to steal a little bargain. Very much smaller. Hmm. Yes, a mere fraction of the whole. Uh, Tell me... A mere fraction of the whole? Of the whole. Tell me, oh, my work preoccupied me, and I was offhand. If yesterday afternoon from the table in the hall, you took, you know... My letter. Ooh. Danny's scary. I was going to say, Danny sounds dangerous. If you took my letter. I know, Danny's fucking scary. I imagine she's got like one of those knife letter openers and she's like, I'm going to slit you up and see if my well, letter's she's, in you. She's just picked up her knitting, so she's got oh. her knitting needles. She's going to stab him in the eyes 28 days later. Honestly, style. I'd be so fucking scared yeah. if I was Miles. 
My grasp of how he received this suffered for a minute from something that I could describe only as a fierce split of my attention, a stroke that at first, I, as I sprang straight up, reduced me to the mere blind movement of getting hold of him, drawing him close, and, while I just fell for support against the nearest piece of furniture, instinctively keeping him with his back to the window, the appearance was full upon us that I had already had to deal with here. Peter Quint had come into view like a sentinel before a prison. No, thank you. Um, no ghosts allowed. Where's your hat? Where's your hat? Where's your hat, Peter? <laughs> Where's your hat? <laughs> so the Dan ghosts are coming back. Danny's grabbed Miles and has like pulled him back yeah. against the like so he can't see. So Miles um confesses that he did take the letter and burnt it. And Ooh. Danny is just frankly maniacal by this yeah. point. He gave the most mournful, thoughtful little shake. No, uh, oh, sorry, I should clarify. She asks, and what did you learn from the letter? He gave the most mournful and, th- and thoughtful little shake. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Sorry, I Danny's a teacher right till the end. That's like what you do with kids. Like, and what do you think you learned today? And what did we learn, Miles? That you're a shit teacher? <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And what did we learn? That you're crazy and I'm afraid. <laughs> yes, Miles. Yes, Miles, yeah. Nothing, nothing, I almost shouted in my joy. Nothing, nothing, he, he sadly repeated. I kissed his forehead. <laughs> nothing, it was dread. Nothing. <laughs> I kissed his forehead. It was drenched in sweat. Ugh. So what have you done with it? I've burnt it. Burnt it? It was now or sorry, never. Sorry. Is that what you did at school? What, oh, at what point was it appropriate to kiss his um, forehead? Like nothing, nothing. Ah, ah. <laughs> she's. This is what I mean. She's gone maniacal. She, she ain't right. Um, and this is what you did at school. Did, at school? Did you take letters or other things? Other things? He appeared now to be thinking of something far off, and that reached him only through the presence of his anxiety. Um, yet it did reach him. Did I steal? <laughs> I felt myself red into the roots of my hair, as well as wonder if it were more strange to put to a gentleman such a question, or to see him take it with allowances that gave the very distance of his fall in the world. Was it for that you might? Was it for that that you mightn't go back? The only thing he felt was rather a dreary little surprise. Did you know I mightn't go back? Mm. I know everything. Mm. I know it all. Creep. So, Danny is scary. Yes. And there's a ghost casually looking in the window, <laughs> presumably controlling um, Miles. And Miles uh, has these moments of clarity. I kind of forgot he was he's... there. I kind of thought he like came in like, and here's the ghost. Will you wait a fucking minute, Peter Quint? And he's just like, I, I will deal with you later. And Peter Quint's going to feel like, I don't want to fuck with this. This, this girl crazy. <laughs> She crazy. You're crazy, girl. You're crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so at last, Danny manages to get out of Miles exactly what he did to get expelled. Ooh. Before I reveal, what do you think he did? I'll give you a hint. Um, it's not stealing, and it's not what he does in the Netflix series. Hmm. I think for him not to be... It's not stealing. Lying? Well... I said things. Only that? They thought it was enough to turn you out for. Well, I suppose I oughtn't. But to whom did you say them? He evidently tried to remember it, but um, remember, but it dropped. He had lost it. I don't know. Was it to everyone? <laughs> I asked. No, it was only to... But he gave us a sick little hat, head shake. I don't remember their names. Were there so many? No, only a few. Those I liked. 
So he said some shit to people he liked. Did he say, would you like to... Yeah, would you like to look at my willy? I mean, presumably because he's been abused by Quinn that he said he's passed on some troublesome words. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's Victorian times, but obviously if a 10-year-old started saying sexually explicit stuff today... You wouldn't be like, naughty, naughty. You'd be like, okay, well, something's gone wrong. Yeah. Like, let's help you. Yep, yep. There are some red flags going on here. Let's remove you from your potentially abusive situation and sort out. Yeah. But But no, expel him and get him back to his rapist. On the double. Sounds like his rapist is missing him. Exactly. So Danny pushes him. What were these things? My stern. Sorry, Danny, you're a piece of trash. Like, you know about all like the trauma and stuff. Like, come on. Tell me about your trauma. Sorry, but why is it me, though? I know, why is it you? <laughs> I work in a job... I don't actually do this, but I work in a job where with um, young people and on their notes sometimes it says details about stuff that's going on in their lives and, uh, well, I'm a nosy person and I'd love to know more, but you can't ask. You can't just fucking come in and be like, tell me about all your trauma, even though you well want to know. <laughs> even though I well want to know. Even some of it's fucking juicy. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. is Danny just living your best life? <laughs> no, because she's batshit. You don't grab the kids, Danny. Tell me, tell me. My sternness was all for his judge, his executioner, yet it made him avert himself again. And that moment made me, with a single bound and an irrepressible cry, spring straight upon him. Gross. Danny. Un- unhand the child. You're all scum. No. Let the child go. Let the fucking child go. For there again, against the glass, as if to blight his confession and to stay his answer, was the hideous author of our woe. And to stop you from grabbing the child. Literally, Quinn's just there like, let him go. Let, let him, him go. go. <laughs> let him go. That was my job. I do that. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you see it from an outsider's perspective, it's pretty fucked up. Let the kid go. Let the kid go. He doesn't like that. Please let him go. Yeah, maybe Quint's actually the good guy. I felt sick. I felt a sick swim at the drop of my victory and all the return of my battle so that the wildness of my veritable leap only served as a great betrayal. I saw him from the midst of my act meet it with a divination and on the perception that even now he only guessed and that the window was still to his own eyes free. I let the impulse flame up to convert the climax of his dismay into the very proof of his liberation. No more! No more! No more! I shrieked to my visitant as I tried to press him again against me Ugh. is she here miles panted as he caught with his sealed eyes the direction of my words then as his strange she staggered me and with a gasp I echoed it miss jessel <gasps> miss jessel no he with sudden fury gave me back i seized stupefied his superstition some sequel to what we had done to flora but this made me only want to show him that it was better still than that it's not miss jessel but it is at the window straight before us it's there the coward horror there for the last time at this after a second in which his head made the movement of a baffled dog on the scent and then gave a frantic little shake for air and light he was at me in a white rage bewildered glaring vainly over the place and missing a holy though it now to my sense filled the room like the taste of poison the wide overwhelming presence it's he I was so determined to have all of my proof that I flashed into ice to challenge him. Whom do you mean by he? Peter Quint, you devil! (laughs) His face gave again round the room. It convulsed um, supplication. That's a fun word. Where? So, just to clarify, at this point, this poor kid, he's kind of almost being, like, 
strangled by Danny who's trying to cover his eyes and then she's like fucking look and he's like okay you're gonna break my neck calm yeah, down yeah. look it's your old abusers shit which one the worst one oh crap where where no, as if you have to be like which one there was a few <laughs> literally oh wow poor poor kid the anyway. worst one oh the great worst. I'm so happy and he's like don't you see him no this is really traumatic though yeah they are in my ears still, his supreme surrender of the name and his tribute to my devotion. What does he matter now, my own? What will he ever matter? I have you. Ugh. I launched at the beast, but he has lost you forever. Then, for the demonstration of my work, there, there, I said to Miles. But he had already jerked straight around, <laughs> stared, glared again, and seen but the quiet day. With the stroke of the loss I was so proud of, he uttered the cry of a creature hurled over an abyss, and the grasp with which I recovered him might have been that of catching him in his fall. I caught him, yes, I held him. It may be imagined with what passion, but at the end of a minute I began to feel what it truly was that I held. We were alone with the quiet day, and his little heart, dispossessed, <gasps> had stopped. He just dropped dead. Well, I wrote, did you fucking smother him? Oh, yeah. So, that is the end. What? That's the end. Now, we have gone a little bit over time. So, it's a long one, boys. But I do have some... Uh, so I, I, I take it you're confused. That's fucking savage. <laughs> I mean, well, no one really overly supported um danny's like idea that there were ghosts a lot of it was just what danny saw so is it just yeah. a story about a governess going crackers well that's my, that's the first theory danny yeah. went insane and smothered miles yeah. there are no ghosts just her superstition and suspicions and the child may well have been abused by their former carers and mm. that's why they're so weird and secretive but yeah. on the whole they're innocent yeah yeah. The other reading is that the ghosts were real and Quint was possessing Miles and in the moment Danny won yeah. and figured it all out, Quint saw that it was hopeless and left Miles, which killed him because ghosts and possession. Yeah, just it's a lot to deal with. Yes, yeah, like, it's a lot on your little art. It's like, you know, when reading, you um, turn a computer off at the plug, it's not good for it. <laughs> it's not good for it. There's, um, there's another reading, though, yeah. that Miles doesn't die. He just loves the drama of a story. Because remember, this is a ghost tale that's being told on Christmas night by a man and he gives this introduction as to how he heard the story. Oh, yeah. Have a little flick back. <clears throat> she was the most charming person, the person who gave me this story, mm. but she was ten years older than I. Ooh. She was my sister's governess, he quietly said. She was the most agreeable woman I've ever known in her position. She'd have been worthy of any whatever. It was long ago, and this episode was long before. But I, I was at Trinity, and I found her at home on my coming down for the second summer. I was much there that year. It was a beautiful one. We had, in her off hours, some strolls and talks in the garden. Uh, it's just da um, Danny. It's just Mars being well dramatic, isn't it? And then yeah, well, I died. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. It's sort of like she might. Because that's the thing. It's sort of like there's different readings. Could be. Mm. Could be any. Because that's the other thing. It's like. Well, I don't think Danny would have got another job as a governess after that fiasco. <laughs> That's true. Or maybe today she's like, and uh, your last reference? Oh, the thing is, it's all just a ghost story. It's just a story. It's not true. And to be fair, a lot of these Victorians seem like trash. So it's like, to be honest, are you willing and are you cheaper than the last one? Sold. 
Zold. And what happened to the last children in your, in your keep? Well, they did go insane and I killed one of them. Right. Fair enough. Sounds fair. One less mouse to feed. Brilliant. Great. When do you, one less thing start? to worry about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. Well. Well. That was abrupt. If uh, you suspect a ghost is watching your kids, don't smother them. No. <sighs> no. That happens in loads of films, actually. Like a kid's yeah. just like, having a little cry and then they get smothered. Like just oxygen. Always make sure they can breathe, yeah? Yeah. Kind of fundamentals yeah. of looking after children. Wow. <laughs> Rule one of the parenting book. Don't don't withhold oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> Let them have an abundance of oxygen. Too much maybe. Abundance of oxygen. Yeah. Abundance of oxygen. If they're thirsty, let them drink. Yeah. If they're hungry, let them eat. These are the fundamental things. Yeah, fundamentals you should have down if you're looking after children. Right. Yeah, these should be like your first offers, really. Like, you're unhappy. Food. You're still unhappy. Drink. You're still unhappy. Well, I mean, oxygen is really at the top yeah, of Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, that's just always be Do you need a poo? Or Do a you nap? need a poo? A yeah. nap? Yeah. Do you need to go outside? Yeah. It's not a dog. Walking is nice. Well, you look like one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you look like one. Well, thank so, you, Katie, for that horror. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a horror. It was more horrific than I thought it was going to be. Um, I know, it took, took quite the turn. It did, well, <laughs> it took quite the turn of the screw. <laughs> <laughs> next time, shall I, I shall reveal what our next read is going to be, everyone. Yeah. Right, so we had a request from um, our newest patron, Nikki Ice Cream Barlow, as is her Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. I hope she wanted that announced. She's got a cool Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, yeah, so Nikki suggested uh, that we could do some Poirot. Poirot? Poirot? I will look up the proper pronunciation. Poirot. Hmm. I don't it, know. Isn't that an anime about someone that turns into a fish? <laughs> I mean, prob. No, that's Poku. Po- oh, Poku oh, or oh. something. Can it be both? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah we're going to be doing uh, Agatha Christie's The Murder of Roger Ackroyd and uh, we, we t- particularly want to dedicate this uh, season to Nikki because it turns out Nikki's actually like an amazing person I, yeah. yeah she uh, she's is, the coolest I, I don't know how she, she's donated she's, she's a kidney donor like, so she's given someone her kidney she doesn't even know them just given a kidney and she's like just all in her stride in recovery now and it's amazing. just like casually being amazing and making the rest of us look bad <laughs> yeah why haven't you ever done it in a kidney <laughs> i know why casey has <laughs> she got rejected i did not I from did kidney donating, but you would be rejected no one wants her i would She's just filth no one wants it's because i have arthritis so no one wants my no, they, donation. they just thought you were gross <laughs> Yeah, they took one look at me and were like, yeah. So, well, yeah, I can't say anything without sounding really insincere, but with all sincerity, massive round of applause to Nikki. And uh, this, this next one's for you. We're going to take a, a little, we usually do a sort of like two weekish break in between seasons, but we'll be back and uh, this one's for you, Nikki. Go on. You, you, you're a good one. You've earned it. You, you've earned it. Have a break. And uh, yeah, enjoy the next season. Everyone else, if you've liked what you've heard, make sure you check out the socials. And if you've really liked what you've heard, join us on Patreon. It's only legends over there. All right, then. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.
fuck's sake. Bye.